You are listening to WRBH Reading Radio for the Blind. This is the Public Affairs Show. I'm Carla Redondo, former chief meteorologist of Channel 4, now a certified orientation and mobility specialist. I am visually impaired. I have retinitis pigmentosa, and I walk with a white cane. On today's show is something very important to me and to a lot of our listeners that are visually impaired. It's to help us enjoy the visual art, the movies. It's called Audio Description. And on today's show, I have Nicole Sardella. She's with AD by Nicole, and she is an audio description person. She does audio descriptions for many different uh, mediums. So thank you, Nicole, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Great. Before we begin, uh, tell us a little bit about Nicole, who you are, where you're from, what you do, and stuff like that. Yes, of course. So my name is Nicole Sardella, and I am an audio describer. I have been audio describing for over 10 years at this point, and I am primarily located in the Philadelphia region of Pennsylvania. So I will be uh, making my way down to New Orleans uh, on Saturday for an audio description training to share what I have learned and my training philosophy and to train around a group of audio describers in the New Orleans area. Um, and I'm very excited to do that. I think um, from my own background, I started audio describing when I was in college. So I interned at... Um, an arts organization, and part of their mission is to connect the arts and underserved audiences. And one of the ways that they do that work is through audio description. So I got trained um, in 2011 and um, started my first show maybe three months after that, and I've been doing it ever since. Nicole, how did you get started with audio description? What got you started or interested in doing this sort of thing? While in college, I interned at an arts nonprofit organization whose mission is to connect underserved audiences with arts experiences. And part of that work is audio description. So I had, throughout the time of interning, learned about audio description. It was something that I thought was really interesting. And when I got a call about if I wanted to be trained in it, the answer was absolutely yes. Audio description combines so much of what I enjoy and what I love. And so being able to provide the art and take essentially what is visual and make it verbal and kind of be sort of a bit of a bridge to accessibility and the blind vision community um, was something that I I thought I would really like and um, it turns out I did and so I got trained in 2011 through a workshop with some of the folks who pioneered audio description and the workshop was Kind of over three days, we dove deep into each type of audio description. And then maybe three to six months later, I started audio describing on my own. And I realized how much I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed being able to um, experience this art and then be able to 
use skills that I have and have developed over time to share it with the blind low vision community has been really, it's been a gift to be able to do that work. And you mentioned the workshop. Uh, you're going to be in town. That workshop is coming up on July 29th. It's a Saturday. And the workshop is from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Contemporary Arts Center Rehearsal Space. That's uh, 900 Camp Street. So if anybody's interested, um, we have a workshop going on on Saturday, July 29th. And Nicole, what can people expect from this workshop? So this workshop will essentially take you through everything that you need to know to get started on audio describing. So we'll go through kind of the nuts and bolts of what audio description is, how it works, and then how you can begin to develop your own audio description. And then um, kind of work in throughout the entire workshop elements of practice, because I think what has been most important, powerful, <laughs> the biggest learning experiences I've had and where I've grown the most, I think, are through practicing and getting feedback from um, blind, low vision audiences, getting feedback from other audio describers, and and really being able to take that feedback and turn it into um, actionable changes into your work. So it will really focus on kind of the background and everything you need to know from a mechanics perspective, but really with a heavy focus on practice and getting and getting everything out there. Is there a cost for this workshop? There is not. There is no cost to attend. And I would encourage everyone who has any interest in audio description to attend this workshop because I think there, whether or not you decide to practice and take these skills out into the out into the world and share them really broadly, I think you can use them in your day-to-day life in terms of thinking about accessibility and how to make what you're doing already more accessible. And this is just one small example, but um, I, you know, attend a lot of performances. So a lot of times there's the pre-curtain speech where someone comes out and says like, here is where the the exits are and they'll make some kind of joke and I'm not against comedy but um I think it's really important to say where the exits actually are you know they're at the front of the stage to the left and the right um because there's there's you know a significance in being descriptive and specific about where those exits actually are and I think that to me has come from my audio description work, and I don't think without the audio audio description work, I, I really would be thinking about the world in that way. You're right, because as an orientation mobility specialist, as a visually impaired person, uh, we constantly have to teach the sighted world how to speak to us. Because yeah. you know, I get, you know, if I ask which way is the uh, elevator, well, it's over there. And they're pointing, well, I don't see their hand, and I don't know where over there is. So you're right. Being very descriptive is not a bad thing to be just in general in life, to tell people let's it's to your right, um, you know, three doors down, or, you know, it's to your left, or exit the door and, and turn right. So being very descriptive is very important in everyday life, especially those that are visually impaired with no vision or very little vision. So I can attest how I'm a big fan of audio description. And uh, the cool thing now is that, 
I know now, Nicole, that a lot of TV shows, uh, networks, and even streaming services are providing uh, audio description on their settings. So if you go to streaming service, go to their settings, and and now some TV shows on um, networks are providing that. So it's becoming a little more uh, accessible, and people are not aware that you can find them on these uh, services. Yes. Even in the past, five years, the amount of audio described content that's available online and um, on the streaming services has really grown. I'm part of an audio describer um, group and just being able to see how much that, that work and how much the networks are not only, you know, kind of describing new content, but also going back into the archives and working on um, describing older content. It, it's really been, it's really been, in my opinion, kind of a significant amount of growth in terms of increasing that audio described accessible content for the blind low vision audiences and to be able to, um, for people to experience it, you know, in their own homes and they don't have to go out. They can just, stay at home and watch a movie with their family. I was, um, somebody came up to me uh, a couple of weeks ago and said, Hey, I was watching my TV show on ABC and they were describing stuff to me. I, I don't know what I did or how that happened. And I tell them, well, some shows are doing it automatically and, or some are testing it out. And, but yeah, you're starting to see a little bit more of that now on, on mainstream TV. And I think it's great. Uh, you can turn off the setting, but you know it's also a good thing for those that aren't aware that it's that it's uh, a service provided now, and you can see it, especially on TV and your streaming services. Now, in uh, the New Orleans area, Nicole, AMC theaters provide audio descriptive devices for anybody that wants to watch, you know, the movies that are here. I don't know of any other theater in town or movie theaters around the area that do that. But how does a, a theater have that service provided? Is that by the theater itself? Is it the movie company? How, how does that happen? In terms of providing audio description for film, in my experience, it's generally provided by the film and then the theater, then the movie theater itself has to have the capability and the devices to be able to provide it to the audience. And in terms of kind of the behind the scenes of how that gets there, sometimes organizations will contract with audio describers who write and record the audio description. And then that's kind of layered on top of the film or broadcast simultaneously in the case of film, or it could be done potentially in-house by the film company as an option as well. Well, I think that's awesome because it's definitely a service that is long overdue, especially considering how long we've had visually impaired people around. So it's definitely a due. Um, uh, let me tell about the workshop again. It's July 29th. Uh, it's on a Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The workshop will be held at the Contemporary Arts Center uh, rehearsal space at 900 Camp Street. You mentioned there's no charge. Uh, do people have to sign up or can they just go? There is a sign up um, through the workshop is being offered um, in part with uh, antenna. And so there should be a link either on their website or um, 
I know through some Instagram posts as well that people can sign up. And there's a really short form for you to fill out so that we have your name, your contact information, and um, as well as kind of some background information about who you are, if you're you're affiliated with any organization, and what you want to get out of the workshop. Okay, cool. We'll kind of provide that website, uh, the sign-up link on uh, uh, the station website, uh, my social media post, Carl Sierradondo III on Facebook, and on Twitter, Carl underscore Arredondo. I'll also provide that link uh, with the information on the workshop coming up uh, July 29th. That's a Saturday. Um, Nicole, t- uh, talk about um, also, I know you've mentioned that and it's not only film, but it's different kind of uh, mediums that can have audio description. Let's talk about, let's break them down individually. You've talked about live art. How is, what is live art and how do you audio describe that? There is such a variety of what can be included in live art. So we can have plays, musicals, dance performances. Those are kind of the the primary ones that I describe, but there's also such a variety of, of what can be included in that. And one time I even described a lecture series. So live art, I would say, is typically something that is performed kind of on a stage and the audio description is generally given in real time. So while the performance is going on on stage, I as the audio describer will sit somewhere throughout the theater that's in kind of a quiet space. I have a a steno mic and so the mic covers my mouth and it has like a protective plastic cover so that no external sound is emitted or limited external sound is emitted and it's broadcast through radio FM radio waves um, to act kind of as the narration of the actions that are going on during the stage on the stage rather and for live arts there's such a variety because you can have a really dialogue heavy play that has more limited room for audio description versus a ballet performance or dance performance where there is unlimited opportunity within reason for audio description. So there's really a variety of ways that audio description works in those spaces in terms of kind of the technicalities of it, but it can be used really anywhere. Now, besides live art, you also talked about visual arts. Talk about that and what entails uh, with the audio description in uh, your visual art. Yes. So visual art is really interesting because you can either do a live tour where there's audio description at, you know, specific stops. So there's a pre-decided, essentially, audio description tour. So um, whoever's the audio describer will go through the gallery and just spend a few minutes describing each individual piece. In the alternative, you can also record audio description for visual art. And so that can live either on a website, on um, a streaming service, or really kind of anywhere um, where, where it would be hosted online. And, um, and those descriptions 
are generally, I would say, in the kind of anywhere from 30 seconds to three minutes. And the descriptions will provide um, a kind of verbal breakdown of what either a piece of art or sculpture or something that's more abstract actually looks like. Now, in my research, I saw you talked about garden shows or flower shows, and and you uh, do uh, AD for that. How would you describe, uh, to, you know, talk about the process of, um, you know, describing a, a certain flower or a bouquet? How, how would you do that? I know I saw you're saying, um, say what you see. Yeah. So um, one example that I always think of is, describing a bird of paradise flower and part of it starts with my process starts with being with whatever I'm describing so I really like to I don't know how else to say it other than like really deeply experience it to kind of feel it to understand it to um to break down what is visual and then reconstruct it with words. So I try to think about um, what each petal looks like, what the size of it is, what the size of it is in relation to the other parts of the flower, how they all relate to each other. And then usually I'll do some research and try to identify um, anything that maybe I wouldn't necessarily have seen as a kind of general observer because I don't have any specialized world training or knowledge other than what I've gained over the years. So after I'm done with that research, I'll start to put together um, kind of the highlights of, of what it is. So the size, the colors, and then the how it all relates. And then I'll start to write that in a description and um, revise it, read it a few times, make sure it makes sense, and then either um, record it or begin to prepare the live description to put that all together. I think that's amazing because I had on a show a while back um, Mike Haas, who's the radio voice of the New Orleans Saints, and when he got hired, he described his job as painting a picture for the listeners. And, you know, that's what basically radio is, you're, you're imagining what you're being told or described. And that sounds like the same exact thing that you're doing, especially with the visual arts, you're painting that picture for someone with no or little vision. So you're creating that picture in their mind so that they can see what you're describing to them. Yes. One time someone called it um, art casting instead of sports casting. And I thought that was really great. (laughs) Oh, that's right. You can add that to your resume. You're an art caster. (laughs) That's great. Um, let me tell about the workshop again for folks that maybe had joined in late. Um, Nicole's in town on July 29th. It's a Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, for a workshop on how to be an audio descript- describer. Uh, that's what she does. And it's uh, it's a description of things that you can't see or hear uh, or uh, that you can't see because uh, you have little or no vision, like uh, going to AMC theaters. You can get an auto-describer device, and you're going to hear the description of the action going on when there's no dialogue. That workshop is at the Contem- Contemporary Arts Center, 
The rehearsal space at 900 Camp Street. There's no charge for it. Um, there is a link to sign up. We will have that link provided for you on the WRBH website and also on my social media platform. So we'll definitely provide the link to do that workshop. So uh, that's coming up on July 29th. If you have any interest in uh, helping out uh, those with uh, vision impairment by helping them to uh, enjoy the visual arts, live arts, and also Maybe learn how to do it for film and uh, and short documentaries. Yes, there is so much that can be audio described. I mean, literally everything and anything. And so I hope that by providing this workshop, we can start to build out more accessibility in New Orleans. And in my experience, it tends to be a little more on the gradual side. As I said, I've been doing this for 10 years and over time, the work has only grown and expanded. And it doesn't have to start super big where every single performance of a theater is audio described. It can start with one performance of each show run. And there's ways that people can start to implement audio description in their daily lives, which I really love. not only listening to it on any streaming service or even on um, live TV, but thinking about when you're posting content, adding alt text to every photo or every image that you post, every image on your website. Um, These small changes, I think, really can become more significant over time. And, And to even just bring visibility to audio description, Because in my experience, again, over the course of 10 plus years, audio description has become more visible, but it still is largely very much not. Um, Because I, as the audio describer, you know, sit hidden in the theater and no one really knows that I'm there. Um, And audio description for TV, film, Um, streaming services, you kind of have to look for it. So what I hope is this brings more visibility, more awareness to audio description and how how important it is in providing an accessibility service to people. And you brought up a great point about social media uh, because uh, a lot of people with vision impairments on their iPhones or their uh, Androids, they use a a service called uh, VoiceOver and the accessibility part of their phone where it reads everything that's on your phone because you can't see the screen and some pictures aren't described um voiceover can't see pictures on the phone but if you have that alternate text so i started doing that uh probably about a year ago i started adding you know alternate text on my pictures that way voiceover can know and read what's the picture about for those that can't see the picture of you know me at a, at a restaurant or whatever it, it describes uh, and I put me sitting at a dinner table at a restaurant. So it's also a good point that social media and doing pictures and posting, you can also add alternative text or add picture of, you know, so-and-so in the text of your, your post. Yes. And that's such a small change, I think, but one that has an impact to other people. And so it's one that I always recommend. Like the first thing after you're done with the workshop Go and add alt text to your pictures. It's great practice for audio describers. 
although it's not necessarily the same as audio description, because I think with audio description, in its you know kind of purest form, you're adding much more detail. Like I would never provide, not never, but I generally don't provide an audio description that's only like, you know, 125 characters, which is kind of alt text sweet spot, or I should say the max of alt text, but it, it still gives you that that way of thinking, not thinking of what what am I really seeing and how can I deconstruct it and and recreate it with words. So I think that it's a great a great starting point for people. Absolutely. One more time, when we give the uh, the workshop information, July 29th, it's a Saturday coming up. Uh, the workshop is from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Contemporary Arts Center rehearsal space. That's at 900 Camp Street. Uh, there's no charge. They we will provide a link um, with this airing um, on uh, the website WRBH and also on my social media platforms. I'll also post a link for those as well for that as well, so that you can sign up for it. Um, Nicole, in the last remaining minutes here, I usually ask my guests four questions that uh, just let us know a little bit more about you. Um, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. The first question is, what is your favorite movie and why? I so embarrassingly don't watch movies. I just okay. watch TV. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite TV show then? What What are you into right now? What are you streaming or binge watching right now? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Currently, Outlander. Okay. Oh, um, I, I'd like to see that. Yeah. That That sounds like a good one. Um, and why do I like it? Um, you know what? I really enjoy, um, I really enjoy in, in part the storyline, but I think the actors are so great and they really bring it to life. Okay. Awesome. What is your favorite music or genre or artist? What do you listen to most of the time? I would say generally like indie pop and I don't, haven't had a favorite artist in a long time, but um, my last favorite artist was The Head and the Heart. Okay. All right. Um, what do you do to relax when you're not working and you have you you time? What do you do to relax? Either, I would say, I'll try to try to relax by watching shows, or um, I really try to spend time with my friends and family. Okay. And... What's on your bucket list? What is something you still want to do or go to? Mostly on my bucket list is doing more traveling. I have never been to um, to South America, and um, I would really love to see penguins in real life in their natural habitat. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. Um, Nicole, I want to thank you very much for joining us. Um, we'll have more information uh, on our social media platforms on the uh, workshop for audio description. Uh, AD by Nicole is um, who I'm talking to, Nicole Sardella. It's on July 29th. Uh, it's at the uh, Contemporary Arts Center Rehearsal Space, 900 Camp Street. And uh, we'll provide information on the link to sign up for that. Nicole, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to WRBH Reading Radio for the Blind. This has been the Public Affairs Show. I'm Carla Redondo. Thank you for listening.